Highways Voices, the podcast of Highways News, your one-stop destination for all the news about the highways and transport technology industries, and our must-read daily newsletter. This week on Highways Voices, we talk about efficient management of roadworks and road workers, as well as reducing downtime and controlling costs. So far this year, one of our clients detected an issue on 38% of their safety checks, which meant that they could then manage any defaults before they became a big and expensive problem. A prime example from one of our clients at Surfacing, their health and safety manager said, I wish I had this several years ago because it's made my life so much easier. We learn about how going paperless has made authorities streamline their maintenance and made it safer using one software solution. Well, we're your one solution for all the news and debates you need in the highways and transport technology industries. We're Highways Voices from Highways News. Highways Voices, the podcast from highwaysnews.com. So Chris Ball from Reflow is our guest on Highways Voices today and very fascinating it is too. First, though, let's catch up with the other half of Highways News. It is Adrian Tatum. Hello, Adrian. What's caught your eye on our website over the last week? Hi, Paul. Well, as ever, um, Highways News has tried to be first for news this week. Residents in the north of England will be given the chance to have their say on ambitious targets to reduce carbon emissions from surface transport. That's as part of the first ever regional decarbonisation strategy for the north. Also, Barnet Council are launching a utilities and highways charter to help better manage the coordination of street and road works within the borough. That's one of the first charters of its kind that I've certainly seen in the last five or six years. And sustainable transport is also central to development as 26 towns share over 600 million to help communities build back better as part of the government's initiative. Things I've uh, noticed this week on our site that I think are worth a good read. There's another e-scooter trial, this one beginning in London. Very controversial it is too. We hear from both sides of the debate on that particular article. More 20 mile per hour zones for Nottingham, maybe. That's what they're looking at there. Remember, Nottingham have always been at the forefront of road safety initiatives. They were the first local authority in the country to have average speed cameras on city roads, for example. So again, leading the way here, it seems, with more 20 mile an hour zones. Aviva is getting into the driverless game. A driverless pod is under trial now in Oxfordshire. And a fascinating article about a researcher in America banning cross-traffic turns. Now, it was quite a difficult article to write because, of course, they drive on the right in America where he uh, wrote the story and And so he talks about left turns. Of course, what we're talking about is right turns. But he said that if you basically get rid of a turn where you cross over the traffic, you massively improve efficiency and reduce the risk both of accidents and also the emissions that are created. So a really interesting thought piece there. It's just one of the stories you can read here on Highways News. You get all the news you need every day at midday in our email briefing. Or, of course, whenever you need it at highwaysnews.com. Highways Voices with Paul Hutton and Adrian Tatum. Now, I remember when I first worked in traffic and all the roadworks information came in on fax and it really didn't tell you that much. The start and end dates were sketchy, to say the least, and there was a lot of detail missing and sometimes there could be errors. So if it was hard for a traffic news company, how did an authority manage all its roadworks using paper? Well, a while ago, Reflow came up 
up with a solution that removes the need for paper and does it all online. And that really came into its own during the pandemic with a host of efficiencies when people were working remotely. It's an approach that actually could and maybe should be used across much of our network. Now, Chris Ball is sales manager for Reflow, and he joined us as this week's Highways Voice. And Adrian kicked off our chat. The COVID pandemic hasn't brought about many positive things, but it has led companies and their staff to become more focused on digital solutions. To what extent would you agree with that? In the last year, we uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a fantastic year for Reflow. So we had our greatest year to date. Hopefully that continues. But with it, it's a case of the amount of highways clients that were then coming to us and realising that because everyone had to work from home by the operatives, it was difficult for information to be sent around and it being one truthful part of information. So a great example is having their whiteboards as their schedule in their offices and not being able to translate that into a spreadsheet or anything like that, but also a spreadsheet that they can share easily and uh, make sure that it's up to date. With Reflow, we were able to make it easier for everyone to work from home because the uh, information could be easily accessible from anywhere and it's in the single version of the truth then the reasons beyond that of why people have been doing it they've been able to future proof their business so worst case scenario is that we get told that we have to work from home again and it is highways operatives that only get the chance to go out then they don't have a mad scramble they haven't got to worry about making sure that all the forms are sat with their operatives the operatives don't need to be going to further afield just to get their information and with that it's then saving time and money. So uh, in a world where uh, margins are getting ever tighter, the cost of materials are ever increasing, you want to be able to make sure that your first time on site is successful. Beyond that, you then also have the speed to proof your works. So instead of going, writing on a piece of paper, yeah, this was completed, your client signs it, then you have to eventually get that back to your office staff to then invoice, you simply take the pictures of the work, you write down what you've done, etc. you hit submit and it's back with them straight away. And you can invoice immediately after that. You don't have to wait. And being able to invoice at a speed as well has been a great advantage for a lot of our clients, but a lot can't do it without proof of works. When the pandemic hit, we were really impressed by the level of uptake from our clients. So it was a case of not only so many people coming to us, but our existing clients began to utilize it even more to carry on working and have no downtime, not have to put as many people on furlough, just carry on as business as usual. Um, And with that, people have found additional parts that they can utilize and carry on through what was quite a difficult year for a lot of businesses. But with it, we've seen majority, if not all of our clients, not have to uh, shrink workforces at all because they've been able to carry on and do as they did. And I, I guess that's led on with, with working at home continuing for most local authorities and, and some of their private sector partners, at least at the moment, and the possibility into the long term, or maybe a three-day week in the office, two days at home, that kind of scenario. So what role does digital transformation play in the planning of highway works and the efficient running of any highways business? The primary uh, utilisation of a software like ours, they have one single area of the truth. 
that is then accessible from anywhere. So in addition, being able to have unified processes, uh, everyone follows, there is never any miscommunication, nor is there a need to have a call around to see what's going on uh, on any of their jobs or projects. You also have an easy method to onboard new staff. So if they are working from home, etc., they don't need to be on a, on a Teams meeting to be walked through these countless spreadsheets they may come across, or do they have to be trained on what can be quite uh, chaotic processes when they don't have a system like Reflow in place? And how will more detailed, accurate and real-time data that they get from systems like yours help with efficiency in the sector alongside supporting the decision-making process, which is obviously really important. To give you an example, vehicle safety checks are an essential part of uh, fleet management for our highways clients and can ensure you meet regulatory and compliance obligations through it, as well as reducing downtime and controlling costs. So far this year, one of our clients detected an issue on 38% of their safety checks, which meant that they could then manage any defaults before they became a big and expensive problem. Any assets that are out of action are costing you money. Uh, With each day lost to carry out maintenance and servicing means you can't use it for productive revenue generating activities. If a small problem was missed uh, until it made the asset unusable, the downtime can take weeks instead of days, uh, especially if you're held up waiting for specialist parts or labor. Simple processes like this with uh, Reflow enable real-time management of something before it reaches a critical point um, and results in a bottleneck. Chris, it's Paul here. Just want to butt in and ask about uh, safety because digital systems also provide the opportunity to increase the safety of both road workers and the wider travelling public. How do you see that progressing in the future? The main part of it is uh, there's a chance to enforce uh, a review of the set instructions for site, uh, site safety setups and what to do in particular situations. Companies and users know that operatives have followed and have the tools needed to prevent incidents or incorrect site arrangements. Through everything that can be sent out to the app, it's just a case of the set process uh, can be ticked off and if there's an issue, before it's even uh, finished arranging the site or anything, back in office can be made aware immediately. And then for future reference, they can then always adapt and improve these processes that they already have from obviously having a good stored knowledge of what's happened before. Prime example is uh, any incident reports or near misses, they can then report on those that have been submitted rather than just going to their folder and going, look, we've had this many last year. Well, what do they actually say? They can then report on that information that's coming back in. And everywhere you look, whenever you do a tender document or whenever you see any mission statements of authorities, and of course we've got the whole COP26 coming up later in the year, um, highway authorities and the private sector companies that support them are always searching for more sustainable ways of working. So how can a digital workflow management system help with that? So aside from the major strategic level changes you can benefit from on the day-to-day operational level by using a digital workflow management tool, uh, you can uh, get real-time reporting across your supply chain. You can make manual document management defunct, completely change your entire program with a drag and drop calendar and uh, updates for projects, acquire forensically detailed information for audits and compliance, immediately issue management and reporting for health and safety scenarios, 
horizon scanning issues, management such as flagging missing qualifications or training expiring before you actually assign the crews that go out. And then future, you'll have predictive analytics. So which vehicles are most likely to require replacement in given months or different timescales that you'll need on these given projects because of how long you've spent on previous similar projects, etc. and costs that can be involved with that as well. So for 2021, this has been an incredibly busy year for our reflow so far, and our clients have already saved at least 50 trees just by bringing their forms online, with almost half a million documents completed online in the first six months alone for this year. And in terms of road operators and companies in the Highwick sector, how, how can they show leadership around digital transformation? Because some of the things that you've talked about are okay at management level beyond that. But for the guys working on, on the ground, how do you keep them interested in, in feeding into this system? Because I guess the more you get out of it, the more you feed into it. Is that the way it works? Yeah, very much so. It's primarily based down to, you have leadership, obviously, from your internal management teams that uh, begin to show interest in these tech platforms, especially like ours. Generally, it will come from internal staff. And what they and what we always prescribe is showing the ease of use and the ease on their workloads. A bottom line that I always give every client is a case of they're out there to fix a pothole, do line marking, etc. They don't want to be spending time writing out a paper form where you can speed it up through a few taps of a button. And instead of them getting in trouble, et cetera, for submitting something incorrectly through the paper form and having to go out and do it again, they are guided through a process that's easy for them and easily recognizable every time they're out on site because the digital process can just adjust to the way that they're answering. As we always tell the clients, it's a case of if you show them how easy it is to use and what workloads are taken off of their back because of this process, they tend to get more excited about it. A prime example from one of our clients in surfacing is that their health and safety manager said, I wish I had this several years ago because it's made my life so much easier. So when you get things like that, they get a lot more excited. And as we search for more efficient ways of working, what benefit does paperless working online audits offer a modern thinking highways department? In Reflow, the forms are integral to our system and so is it to companies that utilize it. They play a significant part in the success and their efficiency for the clients. The way they are formatted follows the traditional paper fields that they're all familiar with and been using for years gone by, but they have conditional logic built in, which means, as I explained before, depending on what they're submitting will determine what they're answering next. So they're only completing information that's relevant to the job or uh, work they're carrying out. The benefits go further than allowing managers to make certain fields mandatory. It then includes multiple approval levels. So uh, I always use the very high level example is someone submitting a timesheet. You have uh, management that need to sign it off generally, and then it goes over to payroll. So you can automate that process. So anytime they hit the click of a button, it's already with that person. And then when they approve it, it goes straight on to the next team. Alternatively, it can return back to the original person and say, why well, they need to update it, etc. And then with those ways of working and making workflows for your forms digital, you can then, yeah, just ease the process for everyone. 
So with this in mind, we took a, a look at one of our largest servicing clients to see what their most submitted forms in 2020 were. And the results showed resounding wind for submitting defect checks, demonstrating how reflow can be used by forward-thinking companies to mi mitigate what we explained before, potential downtime because they're broken and they can take longer to fix by regularly checking and approving the kit that's being used. That's just forms going paperless. We also encompass being able to schedule projects and sharing the information on these projects to everyone out on site as well. So when they are scheduled in, the calendar can be sent out to them so they know when and where they're working. And then if these are sudden changes in the next day or the afternoon piece of work, it is immediate updates sent out. And then with the importance of audit trails, using reflow forms uh, means you can preserve the authenticity of the documents. You have full time, date and location stamped records of when and where that signature was submitted. Looking at our 2021 data, we now have a signature being submitted via the app every five seconds. How do systems like the reflow system help move the industry from an outputs-based sector to an outcomes industry? There's many ways that you can approach this. You have an ability to, one, integrate with other platforms you're using. So the ease of spread of information. And then also with the information that's being gathered, what you'll eventually be able to do with systems like ours, uh, other systems in different industries, etc., is begin that road on predictive maintenance and predictive analytics. So in a case of when you're able to know when a vehicle is going to go bang before anyone's even had to look at it, because from previous statements that have been made on vehicle safety checks, and if they start to do these monitoring aspects of putting the sensors on them, et cetera, um, the system can utilize machine learning like other systems and go, well, you said when XYZ was a problem, then ABC happened. And it can make that kind of prediction for you. So instead of being a reactive-based industry or anyone being reactive to a situation, they can be more predictive on it as kind of reduce cost because they've alleviated the problem before it even happens. And that, yeah, that, that can apply to highways, that can apply to a million other industries. I mean, you already see it across some motorsports, et cetera. But being able to take it so you don't have to react and rather predict is the future and where our systems can help because it's gathering all of that data. It's, it's the big word at the moment is, is big data, but what you do with all of it and that will be the future. Another aspect that's really important is companies at the moment have found it a lot easier by utilizing reflow to have near misses and incident reports being submitted. So with that information, instead of someone just perhaps typing up what's happened or, or, or writing it out, they have a few more prescribed selections to make. And on that kind of information, you can then make adjustments to the way uh, sites are set up for safety because in this area where you've done a certain section of road, the last time, that uh, last five times you've set, uh, been here, you said this has happened. And then it can make more, in the future, suggestive ways of setting it up. So they can also, at the moment, review it. But in the future, the system will go, okay, well, you made this suggestion last time, so I'm going to make the suggestion for you this time because of what's happened in the past.
near misses is the greatest example because generally so many are submitted and like i explained instead of having it free type boxes giving them a prescribed route to explain what the situation that happened. So remember they talked about the paperless office? Well, Chris Ball from Reflow there with a solution that sounds really simple and is finally creating something that is paperless and really does work. Now, before we go, it's time for... Adrian's Accolade. The moment where we hear who gets Adrian's nod for something special they've done in the industry that we've reported on here on Highways News. So who's the Highways Voice Adrian's Accolade? this week adrian well actually this is one project but two people so it's a double award this week so my award this week goes to amy's chief executive officer amanda fisher and macy's group board director for corporate strategy mandy willis so they're joining forces to drive a new initiative to tackle gender inequality across the construction sector so obviously that includes highways and transport as well but really a step in the right direction we're uh, unfortunately industry that does have too many uh, male power 40 year olds working in the sector we do need to continue to address that but of course this is only half the battle the other half is how we communicate what we do well enough to to attract those people into the sector and to ensure that uh, we get we get more more women and another diversity in the sector um, long term. So well done to Amanda and Mandy for winning Adrian's Accolade this week here on Highways Voices. And that's it for this week's podcast. Next week, we hope to talk to one of the really big industry hitters here in the UK, an MD of one of our country's most innovative companies, and he'll be talking about leadership. So till next Wednesday from Adrian and me, Thanks for listening. Highways Voices. Join us again next week for more insights from those that matter in the industry. 